<laughs> what can I get you? Hey, Santa. A pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone success just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help you things understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleeper but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the Christmas five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but your study trying to reach huh? But after him who was able to possess your father's by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is this was prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Loves that movie, so the two 
did not go together. <laughs> it, was just, it was pretty funny. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's good to know. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you find odd things that you're like, well, hey, that could be like a mix-in type thing. But this was not Elf and the song before. Both awesome, oh. but just not together. <laughs> okay, yeah. Old school, Mr. Praise Master G. Well, let me do a brief introduction, uh, Cherish. Today we have Cherish Lee. And we're going to be talking about her new release single, uh, Cherish, his father, may I start with that, Johnny Lee, country music legend, and her mother, Charlene Tilton. She's the daughter of both, and she's starting her own career. And I know you have a lot of stuff in here for me to read, Cherish, but I'm more excited about letting you tell our listeners about it yourself. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I I have my new single out right now. It's called Tequila Cowgirl, and it's the title track off of my new album called Tequila Cowgirl. Um, And that's coming out January 2018, and so much just, oh, man, just amazing things are happening with it. And um, it's just amazing to see what hard work and dedication and very little sleep do. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, and, and and God, first and foremost. So that was, yeah, I think that combination right there, it's, it's, we're trying to, we're going to see how far it goes. Well, welcome to the music business is all I could say on that one. <laughs> oh, Lord. Welcome I know, to the I hear fun. you. <laughs> well, you welcome can call it the- that. <laughs> Well, I, look, I've been in the music business all my life, and I quit every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, that's kind of actually how this album came to be. I was locked in these crazy contractual agreements that literally took me out for years. Like, couldn't budge um, because I was tied up. And <clears throat> as soon as I got the free and clear from the last one, uh, I was nine months pregnant got the free and clear, and I told my husband, I was like, if I do not go into labor right now, I would be shocked, and I went into labor like 24 hours later. Um, Wow. And when I was two and a half months pregnant, I was like, all right, it's time time to go ahead and get this started, because if I didn't do this album, um, something major would have been stolen from me, and uh, I just, that wasn't even an option. So... I had $1,500 to record this album, and I everybody in Nashville was like, Cherish, it's just not even a realistic option. You can't you can't record an album in Nashville for 1500 bucks." And I said, well, you don't know Cherish Lee. And yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm like, where there's a will, there's a way. And I literally, I prayed in everything. My producer came in. Um, he, I had met him a couple of years ago. He was drumming in Texas in a show and he was just, he was brilliant on stage and he got off stage. I was like, brother, I've got to work with you. And he was like, well, I'm moving to Nashville. I said, I'm moving to Nashville. So, uh, but we didn't work together right away because of everything that was going on. And I called him up and I said, Hey, I get to do this all myself. And I'm trying to figure out, like, a studio and, you know, producer and all that. But the guy I'm talking to, like, can't house your drums. Like, he doesn't have the right setup. I was like, I don't even care if I record this in a basement. Like, I just have to get this album done and out there. He goes, well, we can record it in my basement. I was like, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I said, would you produce my album? (laughs) Because I was a new mom, and I couldn't give it all of the time that it takes to produce an album. So he right. like he allotted me the the freedom to first and foremost be a mother, um, and second most importantly be you know the singer and the songwriter and the artist. And him and his wife had been praying that. Uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, him and his wife had been praying that uh, you know the studio would start to get work. And literally, it was just it was so awesome and so incredible. So, anyways. And we I got like this the time done, and it's perfect. Real, it was, and I feel like that's kind of the beautiful thing about life is where you, you know, when you, when you are where you're supposed to be, there's a beautiful ebb and flow. 
And um, that's people are shocked to hear that this was, you know, fifteen hundred bucks. So, but it was, and it was a labor of love. And everybody who was a part of it was in it for the underdog. They were in it for the story and for the songs. And it's kind of like our way of taking a stance, like towards where the music industry is, because I think it's crazy that you have to pay a bunch of money to be on the radio or be successful or whatever. And I just, I, it's just crazy to me. So we're doing it our way. And that's a blessing because, you know, I was laughing and I was talking to some other my friends in the industry. Uh, I remember a time when you were based on your music, you know, regardless of the genre. Uh, good music was good music. Uh, now, yeah. now, today, uh, it's not based on good music anymore. It's based on your social networking. It's based on how many views you got. Um, it's based on your numbers, and if your numbers are appropriate or respectable, as they say, then they'll go listen to your music and watch your videos. But if your numbers are not speaking, they won't even give a good artist the opportunity anymore. And I think that is so sad. You know, this industry well, used to be driven by the music. Yeah, and I feel like now, especially with this album, you know, um, I think that is kind of the cool part about it because. I'm watching my numbers authentically grow, and I'm like, okay, you guys are now officially the heartbeat of this project, because, and I couldn't do it with, I couldn't do it without them. So for the listeners and for the fans, I'm forever grateful, and I just want you to know what a huge role you actually play in this. Um, yeah. Hey, kiddo, the baby's here. <laughs> <laughs> tell her the, tell her, is a boy or girl? Uh, I have my son, Wyatt, and his name is Wyatt Rain Christopher, and all together it means uh, Brave Warrior Guided by Christ. All righty then. Yeah. My favorite, cow, my, my favorite cowboy is Wyatt Earp. Hey now, yeah, that's a good one. So, so Cherish, tell us a little bit about how you began. We know your, your dad was a singer and your mother was an actor. Um, did you ever want to be an actor, or are you an actor now? Or what kind of helped you get started, and what made you decide yeah, you wanted to you be? Yeah, you know, a I I dabbled a little bit in the acting business, and talk about something even more crazy than the music business. You have zero control. <laughs> you can totally put your heart out there on the line, and you know, become this character, whatever they're asking for, and find it within yourself to play that role, and then. You, you hear crickets so I mean it's just such a cutthroat wild business and um but you know it it was fun and I I do enjoy it and that's I think where I'm gonna enjoy making my music videos (laughs) um but yeah my my mom is still acting she's in the process of writing a book about her life story she's got such a crazy awesome testimony and she could totally be a motivational speaker um but anyway, so she, yeah, she's doing that. My dad is still on the road and performing and uh, kicking butt, taking names. So, Have you guys done a duo yet? No, but I actually just called him. I was like, hey, we need to, uh, we need to write a song for my Christmas album I'm working on for 2018. So we, I think, it, I think it's in the, it's the possibility is there. It's a very real thing. Well, that's great. You know, every year, Cherish, every year I tell my crew, my team, about Christmas songs. And we should really start working on a Christmas album in January. It seems like we never really started thinking about it till October or November. I know. Well, this is, yeah, this has been started a couple months ago, which is, uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but it's something I've always wanted to do, so I'm excited to to have the beginning stages of it done. Well, the hardest part is the start. <laughs> you know, once you get started, you can finish, but the hardest part is to get Lord, started. Lord, is that, yeah, no kidding. Yes, yeah, singing a Christmas song in January and February and March, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm still paying bills from that. <laughs> so, so where are you from originally, Terry? I'm originally uh, born and raised in Los Angeles, and um, I was out there for 
a majority of my life. And then I moved to Texas with my dad, my papa bear, and uh, got to learn how to work a ranch and live, you know, this incredible life out there. I've been chased by a bull. <laughs> like I got to help birth baby cows and um, not birth, deliver them and, uh, you know, I've done that basically before. work a ranch. It's, and it's incredible. It. I mean, and it's not for everybody. Right. Did you like it? Yeah, I've, I've had to put on one of those long gloves that go up to your shoulder. <laughs> and I told and, and, I, and I turn one and turn one and turn one around. Mm-hmm. I've had that experience. Yeah, I uh, I was joking with my husband because uh, I <laughs> I met him while ordering. <laughs> a cup of whiskey, and uh, I said, now, was it the whiskey I chose to order, or was it because I was also deep in a cow telling you that story that made you fall in love with me? <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, was like, I think both, my my love, both. <laughs> yeah, well, he knew you were a real woman then, you know what I mean? Every woman can't do that. Every woman can't do that. Every woman can't ride a horse, you know, certain things they can't yeah. do. I know I'm a little bit <laughs> I'm a little bit of an oddball. I you know I used to ride Harley's, crashed a Harley, knocked out some of my teeth, skinned off my face, can walk right for a year, and got back up. And people were like, "Oh my God, your face! Like, how do you feel about your face?" And I'm like, hey, "I'm glad I'm alive to hear you even say that crazy sort of thing." So, but it healed. It healed really well. And again, lots of prayer and um, <laughs> God is good. So, yeah. Well, maybe that's why you sound like you're such a down-to-earth person because of all those other experiences. Well, how, tell us this. How was it growing up with two uh, famous parents? I mean, for me, I, it was normal because, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know anything else. I, um, There were, of course, like incredible perks that came along with it a lot of the traveling and the shows and the experiences um you know getting to meet incredible people in in the same genre and career path um so it it was amazing it really was um i think if my parents might have been teachers i would have been better at math but (laughs) instead i'm this so um but yeah for me it was normal yeah, it makes sense. So tell us this thing, too. Uh, if you weren't doing music, uh, what else would you be doing, you think? You know, I don't know. Maybe um, I, my husband and I are actually going to be working on um, a little project here. So I keep a watch out for that. I, I'm not going to, like, go into exactly what it is. But it is fun and exciting, and it's a little family business. Um but I don't know. I, I love animals. So really, music and animals is, like, that's my bag. Oh, okay. I was just going to ask you, is your husband also in the music business? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. My alarm clock keeps going off. I don't know if you can hear that. Say that again. No, I was going to I was going to be my next question. Was your husband also in the music business? Lord, no, I came to my senses. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> He he is a uh, brilliant craftsman and uh, builds gorgeous custom furniture. And I'm actually going to an event this evening. I'm getting ready while we're talking. And uh, he is at this thing tonight at the City Winery in Nashville, Tennessee, um, called Raw Artists in Nashville, Raw Artists Nashville. And uh, there's going to be a bunch of different artisans there, but uh, he is there showing some of his pieces. So LegacyHandcraftedFurniture.com. You guys, his stuff is incredible. So I wish my whole house could be furnished with tables. <laughs> like, I don't know. I want him to always, like, build me, you know, pieces. So. Well, why not? If that's what he does, he should. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, I already have like I have a couple tables already, but I'm like, how many tables does somebody need, really? Let's be honest. 
Man, well, you just tell him that you just gave him a shameless plug, a shameless plug for millions of people to hear about his uh, business. So that should make I you love it. whatever you want. <laughs> you should, you should, deserve, you should get like, whatever you want for the free advertisement. Oh my gosh, I know. Well, he's just uh, if he wasn't if he wasn't good, but seriously, his yeah, check it out. He does like. Cool city skylines out of reclaimed wood. I've seen this man tear down a barn, like literally on his own, this 10,000 square foot barn that had been standing for over 100 years. And he takes this wood that has got like such crazy, you know, that's had a crazy life and continues its span and, you know, as a forever piece of furniture in somebody's home. So hence legacy. Oh, that is fantastic. Let me throw this out there real quick, Cherish. For you listeners that just joined us, uh, we're speaking with Cherish Lee, the daughter of country legend Johnny Lee and also the daughter of Charlene Tilton. And I'm sure you guys remember her from Dallas. And we're talking about Cherish's new single, Tequila Cowgirl. And um, she's really a cowgirl to ride Harleys, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I have. I put them up though since uh, since I found the love of my life and my and, you know we had our baby. So the Harley is no longer a thing just because there are more important things. But um, yes, and the album comes out January 2018, and my website is com and uh, some really. Cool stuff is coming up for 2018. I can't. I'm not allowed to say what it is yet, which is so difficult. But we're almost there. We're almost to January, you guys. So uh, you say keep you a can't lookout. Snitch yet? <laughs> you can't I tell can't. nobody. Just, yet. So I know it's so ridiculous. And that was. I'm terrible at that sort of thing. Surprises. My husband came home. Yes, you know, from work yesterday, and I was like, um, so do you want to maybe see a Christmas present or two or three? <laughs> and he's like, uh, sure. So <laughs> I already gave him part of his gifts. It's so silly. Well, I, I'm going to tell you right now, and I hope he's not listening, but that's a bad move. You know, I've, <laughs> I've done that before, before Christmas, and guess what? Christmas, they're going to forget about the Christmas present they already got. They're going to be looking for some more well, stuff. So I'm going to tell you now, <laughs> that is a bad move. <laughs> well, over here, then you know what my signature move will be? I'll go ahead and kick him in the shins and tell him to look down at his new cozy slippers. Be like, remember those? Remember those a week ago? Yeah, well, <laughs> you might, all right. Well, I'm, all I'm going to tell you now is get your kicking foot ready. <laughs> get it ready. Oh, I will, I will hand him out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm one of those. I'm like, I will hand out spankings. My son doesn't, he doesn't ever really need them. He's such a well-behaved baby. He's better behaved than the dogs. He actually listens. Um but, yeah, otherwise I'm not afraid to hand out spankings. I know we're in, like, this weird time where you're like, oh, you can't discipline your child. I'm so yeah. But, you know, he's well. such a good baby. Like, really, I don't think it's going to be an issue. That and a ton of prayer. So we're, I think we're good. All right. Well, we'll, come, we'll have you back on the show maybe in 15 years, and we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll be like, in the meantime, Cherish, who, who are some of your <laughs> biggest, <laughs> who are some of your biggest music influences? You know, I listen to so many different types of, uh, so many different artists and types of music. Um, I, I think like the album I could not live without would be Glenn Miller, Moonlight Serenade, which is so funny. Um, people wouldn't think that of a country artist, but we listen to, you know. Uh, Leon Bridges to Patsy Cline and Hank Williams and uh, Michael Jackson and I I don't know our playlists are just they're so fantastic so we always you know we always have people over and we love to cook for people and have them into our home but everybody always compliments our playlist you're like this is this is great because it's so diverse but we got Frank Sinatra. Yeah, it's diverse. Yes. <laughs> I can tell. To say the very least, yeah. Yeah, you got some. You got Frank boy in there, boy. Yeah, it's diverse. Yeah, we uh, 
Yeah, we got Frank. We got some country. We got some Cherish Lee. We got my dad in there. We've got, yeah. Very good. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I think we can't hold on any longer here, uh, Cherish. We have your single, Tequila Cowgirl, queued up. So we're going to have our listeners put their ear on that. Awesome. Enjoy. I like I like the name of that. But like I like to say, listeners, let the windows down, tell you, turn your air conditioner up, and put your ear on this. This is Miss Cherry Slee, and this is Tequila Cowgirl. She takes her coffee black, wears her grandpa's hat, her boots are well-worn in. She's bullseye on it, and she's restless as the wind. She says, you know, men, you can let them in and lead them to the truck. But just like wild horses, they tend to wander off.
Well, talk to us a little bit about recording of your album. How how was that, and who were some of the players involved? Um, you know, it was it was a really cool, very down to earth, uh, humbling process um, and experience. Uh, everybody who played on it, um, fiddle is Olivia Krakola, uh, and she is a Canadian fiddle player. She went to Berkeley. She's amazing. She's gorgeous um, and so talented. Um, I had a friend of ours, Andrew Sword, who, um, you know, played guitar, and Nate with Dan on drums, and uh, just a bunch of other players um, who were on it. And I just was so thankful for them to to be a part of it because it certainly wasn't um, about the money, you know. But it, it gave them the opportunity to shine and just kick ass and, you know, do them. Yeah, that's always that's always important. And and it's better when it's about the music and it's not about the money because you know everybody's there uh doing what they're doing because they want to be. It's not because they have to be. Exactly. Yeah. And uh that was that was a really important part to the I couldn't I couldn't have done it without them. So, like I said, it was <laughs> the whole thing was 1500 bucks. So, um yeah. That would have had to have been a uh because they wanted to be a part of it. Yes. And that works, and that works. So, um about the did you do the um the video there in Nashville or did you do that in Texas? work out and the time frame and everything else so we did we shot it in uh, West Tennessee and um, yeah we were like yeah hopefully it could be Texas <laughs> um, but we did we filmed it in Tennessee and uh, filmed the bar scene at um, this great spot uh, on Broadway called Swing and Doors Saloon so go there they're a lot of fun um, and they, I was so thankful that they opened their doors. They're swinging doors to us. <laughs> swinging doors like the old saloon doors? Did they have uh, yeah. sawdust on the floors? They didn't, but probably because, uh, I, I don't know, too many people probably just eat it uh, with the amount of wonderful tequila that they serve. <laughs> Strong stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's for the mighty. Everything in moderation, you know. You gotta, if you're gonna be sipping on tequila, you know, you gotta be mindful about what kind you're drinking and how much you drink. And yeah, you don't want it to come back and high five you in the face later. <laughs> Well, that's definitely a possibility. Definitely a possible. Definitely a possibility. Well, Cherish, let me just say, do a little commercial right quick. For those who just joined us, of course, the caller number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven four seven. If you'd like to join the conversation, uh, press number one on your phone. Let us know that you're there, and we'll be glad to let you join in and talk to Cherish. Ask her some questions. Stuff. That is very cool. Yes. So, Cherish, we have a couple more songs here from you, and um, let me see. We have um, "Ain't Your Grandma." You can tell us about that. You could introduce that. As uh, well. "Ain't Your Grandma's Country" song. Yeah, it um, it pays homage to the old country music as well as the new, and you know, it's kind of one of those things where. I got kind of tired of hearing people bitch and complain about, um, you know, where country music was at. And while there's so many different stems of where it's going, um, I don't know. You, uh, I appreciate my peers. And even though, like, some of it's not my favorite, um, I think it's incredible what they've accomplished. So, um, pardon me one second. Penny, cowgirl, enough. The dogs. The dogs. Um, I know. Let's but, uh, try to get yeah, their so two seconds on radio, too. Oh, I know. Well, little hoodlums. 
but yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's it pays homage to the old as well as the new. Right. Okay, well, let's play this for our listeners. Let the windows down, turn your air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. I like this. Music. Dramaganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K. Biddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yes, having said all of that, Terrence, you're going to have a really, you're going to have a really, really nice album from what I'm hearing so far. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really, I'm proud of it. It, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of hard work went into it and a lot of love, so... Um, I'm excited, and it's 
you know, gaining a lot of recognition, and I'm just beyond appreciative for that. Of course, that is a beautiful thing because we definitely need our fans, don't we? Lord knows it. They're yeah, they're, they are the heartbeat of this. So. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes artists forget about that. Tell us what what are what are some of the highlights of your career so far? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> besides the fact that you know it's a huge accomplishment to have done an album and a music video, but I performed at the infamous Bluebird Cafe. Um, for those of you, I, I think it gained more fame from becoming. Uh, a character in and of itself on the show Nashville. Um, you know, it was always a, a very uh, renowned place out here anyways, but not everybody knew about it, only like the true country fans. Um, but now it is. It's known, you know, worldwide. So I've, I've gotten to perform there. I've gotten to perform with my Papa Bear at the Ryman Auditorium and uh, at the new Grand Ole Opry. So um, those are, you know, moments that I will never, ever, ever forget. And I am, like, still mind blown that I've been able to be a part of those. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. So what are you, what are you, uh, what are some of the goals you've set for yourself for next year? What's happening? I know you can't talk um, about your. Like, I know you can't talk about your husband's thing. No, no, no. Actually, I can't. And I, I'm actually gonna have to go and run out to it and kiss my baby goodbye. He's gonna stay with his grandma tonight. Um, but I, yeah, I've got a lot of big goals. Um, I would love to be at the CM, CMAs next year. So I don't see why that's not a real thing. But we'll see. We'll, you know. Who knows? Like I said, I'm, I've set my, my sights <laughs> quite high, and I'm just going to keep doing what I, I do. And so far, so good. So uh, we're just going to keep on trucking. And, you yeah, know, well, you and going gotta, on the road. And you got to claim it. You have to have to claim it. That's That's one thing that I found out over the years. You know, you have to set goals for yourself and, and stick to it and, and 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 realize that everybody's not going to like you, but then that can't you know stop you from you know reaching your goal and pursuing your dream. You know. No, I I have no unrealistic you know frame of mind like oh everybody's going to love me. I already know that that's not a thing. I already have one unlike on my video, and I'm like yes, perfect. To count it as a view. <laughs> I'm doing it so I can, if I'm a part of people's lives and they're listening to me in their home or in their car, then, um, you know, at least then I will have a presence. And I think, I guess what I, you know, what I stand for primarily is being a voice for the voiceless, for those that can't speak out for themselves against um, abuse and uh, bullying or, you know, animal abuse or misconduct, anything like that. So I'm just letting people know that that is very much a real thing and to, you know, not turn a blind eye. But if you see something like, say something. Um, and anyway, so that's, there's a whole lot of stuff that I stand for and rescuing animals and, you know, eating clean and all sorts of stuff. But that's, uh, that's primarily why I'm doing what I'm doing. I just, I don't see the sense of having this platform and not doing anything great with it. I think we're at a time in the world where we really need to. I think that we have to, we have to spread the good. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with this whole thing. I totally agree. And uh, I guess we have one mind as far as that's concerned because that's the reason that um, we have this platform so we could reach out and 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 touch people. Uh, I think if I hadn't been, I didn't start out to do 
uh, a radio show, and we also do one on Sundays on uh, relationships, you know, current events and all that stuff. And we published a book on, you know, sexual um, violence and misconduct and um, domestic violence and all that as well. You know, we have a publishing company as well, so we're definitely uh, championing those causes too. And we do need more love in this world. You know, people talk about it, but you don't really feel it as much as we should. So it, it really well, makes me feel good. People, to, yeah, it, it's because people um, are scared to shine a light on those situations. And it turns out, you know, I think, what, it was Rose McGowan who first tweeted something about Harvey Weinstein. And that had to be terrifying because here's this big mogul in the business and she could be sued, you know, I mean, she could be taken down as, as not only her career, but a, a, as a human being. Um, but thank God there were others. And I think there's power in numbers. And um, there's just, life is black and white. There's no gray area. There's either right or wrong, bottom line. And right. if you were able to be a voice and shine a light on something, and expose it for what it is, um, others others will stand with you. You won't be alone. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I, I, that's, yeah, that's where I'm at on a lot of topics. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you know, I'm thinking, too, you know, a lot of people have came out in exposed situations and, it also brings out those that have ulterior motives and just using that platform to destroy people they normally wouldn't have access to. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of, look, it, 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 it's one of those where you, you have to be mindful. It can't be a he said, she said. But in terms of, like, the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, there's, like, I mean, God, so many um, d- we had Kurt Webster out here. There's, I mean, there, there are those situations. Um, I really deal a lot with um, animals, and uh, <laughs> like I said, you're being a voice for the voiceless. Like they can't speak up and help themselves. A lot of times, children can't or are scared to, or you know. So those are that's really what I, um, I am ambitious about, but. Um, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Cherish, we have another song here from you, so we're going to play it um, before you get out of here. Um, well, thank one you pil- for having pil- me. I'm actually, oh, one pillow over. Yes, really quickly, let me tell you about it because i got to go kiss my baby goodbye and go meet my husband, <laughs> if that's okay with you. Sure uh, it is. So One Pillow Over was the first song I ever wrote in Nashville. It's a love song. And uh, there's a band in Texas called Mike and the Moon Pies. And I call him Mike Moon Pie. Um, Mike, Mr. Mike Moon Pie himself is uh, singing the duet with me. And he did such a phenomenal job. And I'm forever grateful for him uh, recording this with me. But uh, And he just had a baby. Congratulations, you guys. But thank you. I, I thank you so much for having me and taking the time and I appreciate it. I love what you've got going on and consider me a fan. Absolutely. And make sure the people that didn't get to hear your interview so far get a chance to tune in sometime today, tomorrow or the next day and they can hear the whole show in its entirety. Yes. And uh and you guys can Perfect. Yeah, I will. I'll make, um, I'll put I'll it out sure there. I'll make sure that Michael has all the links as well. Great. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, be well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing more episodes of your show. And everybody can find me at cherishlymusic.com. All right. And you have a blessed evening, a blessed holiday, and hug and kiss everybody for me. Say I will. <laughs> you too. Be well, honey. <laughs> And enjoy one pillow over. Yes, we'll. Here we go right now, though.
jolt in a coffee cup The way you smile at me, baby Is the antidote for my own crazy You saved me from the man I
little teardrop. Oh, and it's falling, 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 falling from my Yesterday I was doing a lot of thinking and I was just, I was dreading coming down here today to this courtroom. One while I got a little smile on my face because I was thinking about when we, when we first met, the first time I ever saw you. And you was walking past me and I said, hey girl, you forgot something. Come here and let me comb your hair. And you, you looked at me and we started laughing and then we went to sit down and had lunch and Next thing I knew, we was getting married, and we was raising kids and buying a house and just having a good old time. And and then somehow I, I started drinking. I started hanging out with my friends, staying up all, all night, girl, gambling, not paying the bills. Oh, oh, baby. And you told me, you said, Lenny, you better straighten up because gonna lose your good thing and somehow I, I don't know what it was I, maybe I just wasn't listening girl but I I kept on doing wrong oh oh baby one day I came home I came home and you was gone girl I I, I, I looked in the kitchen and all the pots and pants were gone I looked in the closet and all, all your clothes were gone and then I went to the kids' room, and, and the computers and their books were gone, girl. And I sat down on the couch and put my head in my hands, and I cried, baby. Scrooge, awake! I am the ghost of the Mercedes-Benz winter event. Your time is running out. Come, I must show you the sleek CLA. Nice, said Scrooge. But I am kind of a Scrooge. 
No worries. The CLA offers true Mercedes performance at a surprising price. Or check out the GLC, an SUV with the full complement of technology and performance. Give your year the happy ending it deserves at the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. Now at your Mercedes-Benz dealer. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing. Ebenezer Scrooge, awake! I am the ghost of the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. Your time is running out. Come, I must show you the sleek CLA. Nice, said Scrooge. But I am kind of a Scrooge. No worries. The CLA offers true Mercedes performance at a surprising price. Or check out the GLC, an SUV with the full complement of technology and performance. Give your year the happy ending it deserves at the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. Now at your Mercedes-Benz dealer. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing.